0: Now, it's hardly surprising that Beijing, a city of 22 million people, is constantly changing. But sometimes change isn't a good thing. This week, a Beijing bookshop that had become a centre for discussions and festivals and ideas announced that it would be shutting down. As China correspondent Bill Bertels reports, it is part of a broader campaign to transform the city. Walking the streets of my neighbourhood in Beijing, it's surprising how many places I remember that have now gone, especially seeing I've only lived here for the past four years. At street level, modern China changes quickly. But to an outsider, the changes don't always make a lot of sense. Tonight I'm climbing the wooden stairs to the entrance of the bookworm. Every foreigner here knows this place which is part bookshop, part cafe, part bar, and part live performance space. I suspect one of the reasons it's so well known is that it's been here for ages. 14 years, which in today's Beijing is a long time for a foreign-run venue. (laughs) Inside, the walls are filled with both overseas and Chinese titles. People quietly patter away on keypads, while others drink beers and banter. Portraits of authors who have given talks here grace the walls. I first visited the bookworm as a language student in 2008, as Beijing was gearing up to host the Olympic Games. I was living at a student dorm way out in the northwestern university district. To get the subway into the middle of town to go to this little pocket of western intellectualism, seemed like a big day out two years later i was living in beijing and the bookworm was a regular monday night haunt packed to the rafters for rowdy pub trivia since moving back to the capital in 2015 the bookworms seemed a bit dated there are so many new cafes now so many other venues to go to but none of them have what the bookworm has talks, discussions, an international literary festival that brings speakers from across China and the world. I hosted a talk by the ABC's Richard Feidler here earlier this year on the history of Constantinople. A French journalist friend of mine did a night of stand-up comedy here recently. Heck, my Chinese colleague was here last night for a music performance. A Canadian former diplomat named Michael Kovrig spoke at the literary festival here two years ago. He's better known these days for being detained without access to lawyers in a state security prison, a pawn of Chinese retaliation for Canada, arresting a senior Huawei executive at the US's request. That's the bookworm. A place for events, for discussion, for ideas. A little haven for foreigners, but popular too with some Chinese intellectuals. And now it's closing. According to the owners, it's the latest victim of Beijing's clean-up campaign. The building had been illegally renovated over the years, and now they're being forced to go. Perhaps they'll open somewhere else. But in today's China, that's far from clear rarely has a space for discussions and ideas seemed so important. China under President Xi Jinping is going through an extremely repressive stage. Hypernationalism, demands of loyalty to the Communist Party and a tightening of censorship is stifling public debate across this country. Recently, a foreign journalist I know was told she couldn't rent an apartment because she's a foreign journalist. The landlord, caught up in some sort of nationalist fervour, wouldn't rent it to her. In this environment, I really do wonder who would be willing to rent a space to a bookshop that encourages open ideas. About a year ago, I was sitting at the bookworm wondering if it would be next. Beijing, in recent years, has been undergoing a wave of gentrification The mayor, a bloke named Tsai Chi, has been on the warpath against illegal structures. The city is awash with extensions that were never approved, and he's cleaning them up with gusto. The problem is, some of the city's best little restaurants and bars have been wiped out as a result. As I walk back from the bookworm, I go past A 1949. A craft beer brewery that bit the dust when the local government shut down the compound it was in. Luckily, it's been able to reopen elsewhere. Next door to the original site, a great French restaurant, Duck de Chin. I once took visiting relatives there, but that's gone too. Lugas, a cheap Vietnamese place favoured for dates and grape noodles. That's gone. It was in an illegally built extension. And Great Leap, a pioneer of the city's brewing scene, was shut down for zoning reasons, but it's now reopened, minus the kitchen. It sometimes seems like two steps forward, one step back in Beijing. The capital of the world's new emerging superpower is still a poor cousin to Shanghai and Hong Kong as a genuine global city. But just as quickly as the venues close, some of them reopen in other places. Hopefully the same happens for the bookworm. This is Bill Bertles in Beijing for Correspondence Report. All power to the bookworm and the sound of traffic, the perpetual background to any report from Beijing. Bill Bertles there.